I'm Keen McGarrigal and this is Reviewables, a weekly podcast that examines the lowbrow, pleasures and overlooked moments of life. Today on the podcast, comedian and actor Eric Lawler. Energy sources we like renewable, some sweets are hard and others are chewable, bank accounts while interests are we believe that everything's reviewable, 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 You can read this upside down, you're in the top something percent of intelligence or something like that the top one percent of people who can read things the top hundred percent those facebook tests are legally binding yes they are they are so yeah. Um, yeah. well uh we're here today with uh you should just just say what did you say the last time hello and welcome to well we've already started oh, have we? oh, we're just gonna oh. come in on that okay yeah right, so right. co-host right. today edwin salmon hello awfully's funniest man He's oh, awfully funny. Is that t- is, oh, that's putting it up to Neil Delamere. I can't believe you brand yeah. yourself as awfully funniest man. I'm funnier than him. Fair enough. He's, that's it. I'll t- I could take him in a funny off. Gauntlet thrown. Gauntlet thrown down. And Schmack. T- we'll have that. That's our next week's. Um, it's just you fighting Neil Delamere. Yeah. It's not a really good podcast. But yeah. Well, as long as we can do it in a, like a children's paddling pool. Yeah. With the bare jelly. minimum of clothes. Yeah. That's a different different website. We're I had a phone call from him yesterday, but he, he it was just ringing and ringing. I answered, and there was no an, uh, uh, answer on the other end. And then uh, was there heavy I, breathing? I texted him to say, "Did you mean to call me?" And he went, "No, it was just one of those pocket dials." So thanks for so that. You just talked to his crotch. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Special guest today <laughs> is Eric Lawler. Hello, thanks very much for having us on. That's no problem. Eric. Yeah, good. That's uh, Eric Pocket Dial Lawler. <laughs> yeah. If you if you like to pocket dial people, Eric's your man. Yeah, we'll, I like listening to the inside of your pockets. We'll put his phone number up on the website. <laughs> and now we're going to play three clips, and you need to guess which celebrity pocket it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a Stuart Lee. That's Absolutely, his, you can tell slightly pretentious, but he's good. <laughs> pocket, Eric. Today on Reviewables, obviously we put the world to write one review at a time. And that's become fast becoming a catchphrase, isn't it? Yes. I just came up with that. That's nice. Um, yeah, I like it. Mm. T-shirt. Rolls off the There's a t-shirt. T-shirt. There's a t-shirt right there. Um, so, Eric, you are going to review. Yeah. What? Well, I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm fascinated. Well, not, I've re- re- rekindled my love for training and right. going to the gym. Yeah. Um, I used to be in good shape many, many months ago. And then I got into comedy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my way, as I did with a lot of facets of my life, yeah. uh, including fitness and training. And uh, I actually saw an old video. I found a camcorder and an old video of myself doing one of my first gigs ever in the Axis Theatre. And, um, and and I couldn't get over the size of me, like the big fat jowls on the face and the big belly. And I right. looked, I looked, I couldn't believe it. I, couldn't, I barely recognised myself, you yeah. know. Um, and obviously then I decided that something had to be done. Uh, got out there, got in touch with a personal trainer, got into it, did one of those body transformations. Six yeah. weeks body transformation, lost a bit of weight, put on a bit of muscle. And now and you're uh, a woman. <laughs> and now I'm a woman. <laughs> I, used to, I mean, I used to go to the gym uh, a lot myself. I didn't have a personal trainer. No. Which I think would be a help, I suppose. I find there is, Ed. I think with the training, um, you know, you, you, I, I'm, I'm too easy on myself. So we're trying, I trying to get tired and go, one more rep, one more rep. And I go, ah, no, you're grand, you did well. Yeah, Whereas yeah. the trainer will get in your head and you get two or three more. And those, those two or three more that make all the difference, you know. It's just yeah. a professional prick, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone just to abuse you. That's what you need for an hour. Because my gym is directly across the road from me. And I find if I think, I'll go to the gym and I have to do it in the next minute to minute and a half or I won't go at all 
Oh. So I think if there was a man in the it's, corner of my room screaming at me to get out of the house and well, go be, to the gym. Because you're across the road from your gym, you, your professional trainer could actually just shout across the road at you. Yeah. one. Because I do hear, when they're doing the, the classes. You mm-hmm. can hear them. I can hear them. I just hear a lad screaming, you know. I hear lads screaming around from my house like, as well. <laughs> and that kind of, that's actually made me feel lazy being in, living in the place I'm living for the first year and seeing all these people working out and thinking, oh, I, sh- I should go. So eventually got broke you down. You said, right, I better yeah. go. Yeah, but it's good. It's good for the head. Oh, and it's, uh, it's a good way to release uh, tension as well. Because the, tra- the training is one thing. The working out is one thing. But it's the eating right. Yeah. And I used to, I think I put on so much weight when I started doing comedy because I had this thing of, I don't want to eat before a gig. Mm -hmm. And the first couple of years, I was so nervous that if I ate food, I'd almost throw it up. Uh, And also, I didn't want to feel so full. Bloated, yeah, yeah. So I'd wait till after the gig, 11 o'clock. That's the best time to eat. And and (laughs) eat food just before I went to sleep. So it had the maximum amount of uh, fattage on me. (laughs) <laughs> that's but, uh, again just, uh, but you're, you stuck to that though it was a plan yeah yeah like training but just the opposite but that's but why I, you don't see many gr- you don't see too many comedians in great shape yeah it's true you know you look look. I mean, you think about all the Irish comedians out there on, on yeah. the circuit at all levels some of them it's just you and me really I, this, <laughs> it's just me and Ed rocking this it is, <laughs> this is great <laughs> I, I, I am sitting right here guys <laughs> but also you're just you've insulted Neil uh, Delamere uh, <laughs> and uh, every Irish comedian he's now in, he's in good shape I, I didn't name any names you said you said every Irish comedian <laughs> most I said I Eric most, Lawler I said making friends <laughs> welcome to making friends with Eric Lawler well no, no one goes no punter goes to a comedy gig and goes yeah, yeah, he was funny enough, but uh, I don't know if he had a six pack, I would have enjoyed his pullback reveals a little bit more. His jokes are terrible, but my that physique! Yeah, he <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs> but there was, there was also a popular myth. I remember getting like I was never like before I did that transformation. I was never really a gym frequenter, if yeah. you will. Um, and people used to say, you know, people who were into the gym, we just always go, "Oh, yeah, man, you want to go the endorphins and all that?" I was going, "What the endorphins? What are you talking about?" And I remember getting into the training really hard with the train with the, the the PT, and we did four times a week. And I remember one after one of the sessions into the second or third week I was walking around doing stores with a, with a shopping trolley and next of all I start flying off my biscuit I thought I was, somebody's after slipping a, a yoke that, into me that has coffee, happened to me in Galway just, <laughs> just going whoa what the hell is happening what the hell is happening and it was that's, that was the feeling that people had been telling me this legendary feeling of the, the, the post-workout endorphin release yeah, right. and it was a sensational feeling and I was like that buzzing and my wife was going what's wrong with you I was going I don't care I don't know I don't want let's get loads of tea bags I haven't <laughs> I haven't had you that you haven't had that haven't had that yet you oh, got to get the personal trainer then because I, I haven't been doing the weights I've just been doing cardio mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll probably work on you know yeah. getting my pump on mm-hmm. but just coming in today on the bus I sneezed and then I had like a, a pain in my in my armpit in my armpit kind of I think it could be like a trapped nerve or something like I pulled a muscle <laughs> sneezing. It's the and age I old thought injury. I was I thought I was tougher <laughs> than that, and that's because we we were talk, we were talking about this before a couple of years ago. I injured my back by uh, not lifting up my nephew who was about three years old at the time, but just bending over to begin to, the lifting to process. begin the lifting process. And that was enough. That was too much for my back. Wow. And my back just went, no. <laughs> and uh, it actually made that noise. <laughs> and then, luckily, and my brother was uh, was working for Slendertone at the time. 
because he was working what's, in the what's Slendertone yeah. Slendertone uh, they do you know the, the, the electrical oh yeah you charge. don't have to exercise you just stick this on oh your yes electricity does it yes. now in fairness to them they do a lot more this isn't an ad for Slendertone but they do a lot more than that they do medical relief stuff for pain relief right and they had this thing where because I used to joke because he worked in marketing I said uh, I've got a great ad for you it's just a massive fat American with one of those things on his on his stomach going where's my six pack at <laughs> but this this was for this was for pain relief it just it's got these little things that uh, stab into your back oh okay uh, yeah. like a that, TENS machine yeah they work they, and, work. Uh, they do yeah so I had that strapped to me for a couple of hours and, and that helped but I was I couldn't I was oh my god oh, is this because you know when you when you is this me forever? Yeah, when you and, when and you did, do something. Is your nephew to your back. still on the ground? Did someone pick him up? <laughs> no, he's still there. I think. Oh. Yeah. I think they put some cones around him just for safety. <laughs> your uncle will be back shortly. Yeah, just some baby cones. Um, in studio as well, just to keep our guests uh, alive, we have sustenance. Yes, uh, as that always. We, that and, we'll also be reviewing um, on the on the on the uh, website. You can see photos, and today, if you if you dare to. Well, today it is Frey Bento's Meatballs in Gravy. Yeah. Mm. They're out of this world, it says. Yeah. While an alien is looking, a very small alien, actually, because he's skewered a meatball, you can see there, and the meatball's about the size of his head. Yeah. They're, they're quite small meatballs. So he's a, they're uh, tiny. Really. Ergo, small alien. He's a okay. tiny alien. So they're saying these meatballs are so good, that creatures from other worlds want to eat them. Yes. You just found That's good. You go. That's a good There's people from Frey Bento's listening to that going, that that's a great be. idea. Yeah. That's a brilliant sell. Send all checks to care of. <laughs> Importantly, the ingredients... There's no mechanically recovered ingredients, which there often is in these things, so that's good. That's good. Water is the main ingredient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, brown that's, water. That's brown water, yeah. which is gravy, apparently. <laughs> uh, meatballs, 40% chicken, 43%... Water. I like the says. way they're. I like the way they're spherical. I like the color. I, I said to Ed when he came in here, it's like as if a giant rabbit had a shit on the plate. Yeah. Um. So let, let's ha- let's like have the a go. Were, the were uh, rabbit. Uh, let, let, there's tw- there's twenty balls by the way. I counted them. Did you? Uh, so, uh, just well, to see what the average ball three? is. No, that's not gonna. Okay. They are. I'm gonna slice one just to see what's inside. Mm. I, what oh, I'm confused by is meat. that water is there twice. Water, meatballs, water. So there's yeah. more water. Right, two water's waters. In there twice. I don't know why. Um, they just want to reassure people that there's enough water. There's, yeah, you're not getting enough water in your meat. I, 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 this brings me back to when I was a kid and uh, when we had no money. And um, me, me, me mum, oh, God no. bless her, she'd be, uh, she'd be trying to put food on the table, and, uh, and generally she did with meatballs, and we loved it. I loved. It. I haven't had these in years, and now it's bringing me right back. Now mm. I love that. I think they're not bad. They remind me of when I was in college and I didn't know how to cook anything. So you just ate from tins. Yeah. I don't like them, I have to say. No? No, I think it's the gravy. Mm-hmm. I think that the nicest thing they're I can say about gravy. these is that they're <laughs> almost like the most luxurious dog food. Yeah. For like the fanciest dog. The fanciest dog. For like the king like of the, the poodles or something yeah, would eat, eat these. this kind of stuff. I reckon no. that's what the corgis eat in Buckingham Palace. Mm. For a bentos. Yeah. I'd say it would say it on it if they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And One they wouldn't, they wouldn't desires free bentos <laughs> for the corgis. As eaten by the royal corgis. <laughs> Never mind the alien. Oh, on the back it has a serving suggestion. It says, have you tried adding a handful of peas or sweet corn to your meatballs to help towards one of your five a day? Just That's just have you tried eating vegetables as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Because they obviously assume that the people who are eating the meatballs are alien to uh, vegetables. No what? artificial colours, flavours or preservatives. Yeah. And then just flavouring. Just, <laughs> that's just, it. just flavouring. Just flavouring. We put flavouring. I'm after eating five of them already and I love them. 
<laughs> yeah. I love Fray Bentos. That's advice with Eric. Yeah. Fray Bentos meatballs, uh, five. That's but as Ed said there, when you're training, I mean, you can do all the training in the world, but if you don't balance it with a healthy eating plan, then, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you might as well be wasting your time. But if you do loads of training and just eat the way you normally eat, you'll still get better, wouldn't you? Because at least you're doing the training. Yeah. All right, then, but you won't see the uh, the progress as quickly as you, you would do if you okay. healthily, healthily. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to fuel your body as well. Mm-hmm. What's like... Oh yeah, you I know if, if you're if you, but if you're if you're a vegetarian, and you know you you have to make sure that you're getting enough protein. Yeah, because if you do you do a lot of working out. Yeah, you you'll get fitter, but at a certain point, you'll start to. <laughs> there's my stomach going. going <laughs> we need to mic your stomach. You, you you'll start to just feel weak, and because you're doing too much work. Yeah, you you end up damaging yourself. Yeah, right. so you got to balance it. What's like that out, vegetarians? Vegetarian? Is there a vegetarian weightlifters? I've never heard of a vegetarian weightlifter. There must be. Wasn't I think there was actually there was there was one in the Olympics. They, that, and the, obviously the vegetarians made a huge deal out of it. Going look, look, you don't have to eat meat to be strong. Look at this guy here. <laughs> you just eat steroids. On, exactly. <laughs> He's on about fifteen different anabolics. I just uh, I just uh, when you said vegetarian weightlifters, I just p- pictured a man lifting a massive carrot. <laughs> That's where my brain is. <laughs> is, that, is that one of those state farms? It's yeah. like, yeah, these turnips is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I may lift them. Look at a giant marrow. Review a new. Review a new, where we allow our guests to review, to renew their opinion of something. Something they once loved and now hate, or once hated and now love. Okay, um, and I would like to uh, to to bring to the table um, my former love and now kind of pissed offness with uh, a, a band who we thought were great. Mm-hmm. And now our pants. Yeah. And as the Kings of Leon. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Kings of Leon. <laughs> yeah. I think this is probably one that a lot of people will be very, very on board with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first three, four albums were amazing. Mm. Uh, loved them and, and thought, wow, these guys, these are amazing. I hope they stay around forever. And then it's just since then, it's just been this Slow. descent into mediocrity and blandness. Yeah. And Does that happen though with bands when they get bigger and it, they just sort of bland out into yeah. like, oh, stadium rock, people don't seem to like that edgier stuff and it's just, yeah. let's keep it in the middle somewhere in a nice safe... But I don't necessarily agree either that no. once a band becomes big that they become bad. No, not no, not always, but you yeah. you see that happen with bands sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. like, they, their stuff, you're like, listen to the start and then in the middle you're like, yeah. that. is that the same band? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. would I would put... Uh, I would agree with that with the Kings of Leon because their their first album, especially, you was great. Manhood. It was like you know, it was raw, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was raw. It was like kind of Creedence Clearwater, yeah, yeah. sort of that style. Kind of, yeah. And they were all very hairy. Oh, they had and, these fringes and unpolished. Now they're like they've got PR people and yeah. you know, and they look like an All Saints catalog. They've got personal trainers. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're lifting giant vegetables. <laughs> they're doing all that work and they're all very clean. Mm-hmm. But it kind of like because I I would put Coldplay. In that bracket. And, and Snow Patrol. I think they, they, they reach a certain level where they have a certain fan base and they either plateau at that. And they record the formula and go, right, that's the formula. Yeah, We're going to mm-hmm. use that formula going forward. And they don't really change. Because I like bands, like one of my favourite bands is Radiohead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're one of those bands that their first album is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Compared to what came yeah. next. And they constantly kind of evolve. Like the Beatles did. Yeah. Like all good bands do, they they're not pandering. They're, they're brilliant at reinventing themselves, and uh, like I mean, I think like their their yeah. latest album, Moonshade Pool, is as good as anything they've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely adore that album. Yeah, absolutely, can't stop listening. I to think it, still listen to it. That's the thing; you have to keep 
keep going. We're yeah. solving everything here. We're yeah. music <laughs> careers. I, I think we probably are the first podcast to uh, combine an in-depth discussion of Radiohead with meatballs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think any... And we're breaking ground. Mm. We like Radiohead. We're doing our own thing. If there is if there is a track on their next album that's about meatballs... Yeah, we know. A melancholic meatball track. A meatball shape. We'll know, we'll know where it came from. <laughs> meatball <laughs> shape. <laughs> In gravies. <Yeah. laughs> it actually, it says, if you have any comments or require more information. <laughs> How much more information do you need on well, these meatballs? Well, you could ask them what that flavouring is that's just flavouring. They're, they're Scottish. They're based in Scotland. A free bandos. Aye. I think people need gravy, <laughs> but they need it advertised by aliens. Have you tried? Do, the Fry Banders do magnificent steak and kidney pies. Do you know what vegetables can... are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can they be deep fried? <laughs> and we'll add Scottish people to the list yes. of thing, people we have insulted today. <laughs> yes. Review a who. Review a who? Review a who? Where we've uh, come to the internet for reviews of different things, topics. Books, yes. films, places. And it's up to our guest and co-host Edwin Salmon to tell me where these reviews are, f- where they're from, what they're about, who wrote them. Okay. Hmm. This could be anything and everything. This is an impossible quiz. You're never going to get it right. Brilliant. But here we go. I'm definitely going to get it right. Duped. Big time. Not only was it some of the worst Chinese food I've had in years, but it was also one of the most expensive ones at that. If I went to a food court and got a crappy meal, it's expected since I didn't pay much. But to, cha- to charge fancy chandelier-hanging restaurant prices and to deliver such crap, it's an epic fail. Total FML. Oh, that's obviously the right. new Jamie Dornan film. <laughs> is, that, is that someone who went to an Italian restaurant by mistake <laughs> and didn't realise <laughs> it? It's the worst Chinese food I've ever had. It, it's, so, it's obviously a review of a Chinese restaurant, or Chinese takeaway, sorry. It, which it, which it chandeliers? It's a, it's a well, re- no, they said, basically what he said was, you're charging a restaurant with chandeliers oh, price right, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. whatever it was they received. Which is funny, because it's a review of Charlie's, the Chinese in Dublin. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Which uh, one? It doesn't on, say. On it doesn't, Street. It doesn't on say Street. which one. This is by DP Jess on TripAdvisor, a famous restaurant reviewer, DP Jess. Um, <laughs> who's, who, Director who's of prosecution. of his generation. I think, uh, is misinformed about how much chandelier hanging restaurants cost because <laughs> as far as I know, Charlie's is not that expensive. No. It's, it's quite cheap. It's one of its charms. Yeah, and I've never been in a restaurant where I've ordered a bowl of soup and they've charged me 25 euro yeah. And I said, what? And then like, they point at the chandelier. You know, oh, okay, sorry. How do you think we pay for these, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love this review. I think it's, it's, it's the indignation. The chan- fan- fancy chandelier hanging restaurant prices. In the nerve of And them. then he ends it with, fuck my life. Yeah. DP Jess, we salute you. That was a, that's an incredibly great review. TripAdvisor is... I. I like to look at ridiculous, like Michelin star restaurants on TripAdvisor, and then you can, you know, you can filter by terrible. Go to the terrible reviews. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. see the people who complain about Michelin star restaurants are are five star hotels. The, the complaints are brilliant. So it's how the hell is this a Michelin star restaurant? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that kind yeah. of. And sometimes it's just like one star because one person was they perceived one of the waiters to be slightly rude to them. One star. The food was excellent, but one star. He didn't check five times during my meal if I was okay. Sometimes they check too many times. Ah, yeah, well, okay. no, that's what I hate about yeah. restaurants. Yeah. You won't get that <laughs> you, know when you, you know when you've just gotten your food, you haven't even really eaten it yet. You yeah. had a 30 seconds to think, mm-hmm. is everything all right? And I almost feel like saying, well, <laughs> it was. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> It smells good. The I, nose 
like it's on the plate good start yeah, yeah. always happens <laughs> it's not to me. served on a board yeah. or in a boot <laughs> or on a slate or, yeah. in a, or in the caved out skull of an old school friend what I hate is it always happens to me is they That's come by they come by and <laughs> hey let's go back to that <laughs> no let's no, let's skip that uh, one restaurants in Offaly <laughs> seem to be slightly strange to me and cannibalistic almost yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. was a oh this is when you were stranded on that island yeah yeah with my old school friend yeah ah, yeah. he you was he was so old he had died and all the flesh had rotted <laughs> and you and your cornflakes over his head yeah, yeah. Brilliant. well I needed some kind of yeah, rudimentary of bowl yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a coconut free zone <laughs> <laughs> had a that island, right? They had a sign saying "Coconut Free Zone." It was, and I was just it was was trying to find out who put that sign up. Yeah. <laughs> it was Ackle Island. It was Ackle Island. Yeah. <laughs> Very few coconuts there. That court case is pending. <laughs> um, I, I, what I, what I was going to say was, I find that they always come by. Waiters always come by and ask me, "How is everything okay?" Well, my mouth is full of food. I know that's not. Oh really yeah, yeah. I yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yes. Or you can be Are a real. You can be a real prick and say. Is everything okay? Yes, except the uh, interruption. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our next review, we attended, this is another Dublin-centric one, sorry for people outside of Dublin. This is from, uh, I'm going to say the name of this person first, Ms. Rich T 73 from the UK. Probably not a real name. Probably not a real name. (laughs) Uh, Although I I do know a Jimmy Mikado (laughs) and his friend Coconut Creams. I wonder if they're related. (laughs) (laughs) Distant relatives anyway. Uh, we attended not realising this was a fully functioning cemetery and were very distressed to discover that a private funeral was taking place this is taking tourism too far <laughs> oh brilliant they were a reviewing fully functional cemetery. cemetery they were reviewing Glass, Glass Levin Cemetery, cemetery yeah. yeah I don't know why they thought it wasn't going to be a cemetery um, why Why would they go what, what were they thinking of doing they were going they were doing know, the tour I've done the tour I've done the tour you go up and you go oh, around oh sorry like the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, see yeah, all the yeah, things yeah. people the museum buried. tour yeah, 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 yeah you go around you see the graves and everything yeah. but they didn't they were disturbed by the fact that people there's an actual funeral happening there was new people being buried there yeah. <laughs> I want old dead people yeah. people you could cave in their skull and eat yeah. something out yeah. of it not new none of your fresh corpse I went to the gym I went on the Jameson uh distillery tour and was disgusted to find that there was actual alcohol all <laughs> over the place I, I, I mean if a funeral broke out at the Jameson's distillery you'd be a, you could be a bit put out yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, but I, I mean I'd be there drinking uh, whiskey out of my my skull, friend's skull. Uh, caved out skull <laughs> yeah. so I, uh, I, I lived across the road from Glass Nevin Cemetery oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you lived across the road from a lot of places and most people have yeah. <laughs> do you know what I, I actually uh Living across the road from a cemetery is better than living across the road from a gym. You feel more alive living across <laughs> the road from a lot of dead people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I went in when slightly I slightly w- disturbing though if at night you hear shouts from over there. Yeah. Oh, stay dead. <laughs> oh, let me out. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> only asleep. Ding a ling. Uh, with the with the bells. Oh, the bells. Yeah. But uh, when I, when I was in college, uh, before I dropped out, uh, I had to do a photography course in first year, and I went over. I said, "I'll go and take." Arty shots of the of Head the graves. I'm going to say the first photography student to ever do that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I am completely original. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a funeral going on. Yeah, uh, and some these women came up to me and started giving out to me and said, "You know, what are you doing here? Haven't they been through enough with she?" And I was like. I don't like know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who was getting buried, but obviously they were of interest, and I felt so bad. And I was like, "No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just a terrible photography student. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm just here to 
I visit my friend's grave and steal his skull. That's <laughs> and take Artie Black and write photos of it. I just want to take photos and use the word juxtaposition in my in my essay while I'm writing about it. Next review. This is the final review from Review Ahu section, mm-hmm. the increasingly pointless section of the uh, podcast. Not so much watched as lived through. This film is bad enough to make audiences ashamed to be part of the same species as the people who made it. God. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really narrow it down. There's yeah, a lot of I films. mean, th- there's yeah. how many bad films? How are many Rob there? Schneider films are there? Is it a Rob Schneider? It's film? It's not a Rob Schneider film. Is uh, it? Is it? Is it considered a classic film? It's it, it's one of these ones. It's, it's Paul not, Newman it's, in it. Paul Newman is not in it. It's not one of these ones that I've 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 taken a bad review for a classic. This is a bad review for a turkey. Oh, okay. Mechanically so it's 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 justified. It's it's justified. Yeah, I just like it. I just like that that you go that far to say you should be ashamed mm. that this was made by people of our species. Yeah, well, that's. Um, it's a Scientology related film. If that will help, Battlefield Earth. It is. There you go. Straight wow. up. That's a Scientology film. Well, John Travolta. Okay, it's based on L. Ron Hubbard. Wrote book, a, yeah, because yeah. he because he was a science fiction author who decided to create a religion. I have seen Battlefield Earth. Is it that bad? Were you ashamed to be of the same species? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I wasn't ashamed to be the same species because I'm not a Scientologist. I'm a human being. I like that. Watch watch the the legal, for the bleeps, the beeps that are beeping out everything we're saying now is for (laughs) legal reasons. Louis Thoreau's documentary's coming out very soon, isn't it? Yeah, and Going Clear, you can watch that as well. Yeah, you can, you can. And let's have a fair and balanced look at the religion. (laughs) And here's John Travolta to talk about Scientology and Battlefield. For balance. So, uh, when when I made Battlefield Earth, uh, you know, I was... uh, Oh my god! It's a great movie, and I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> I just like going to gyms at four o'clock in the morning. Um, well, I have seen it. He probably lives across the road. He lives across the road from the gym. Four o'clock in the morning is very empty. It's the whole time. the whole movie. I mean, well, cavemen uh, instinctively know how to fly F-14 fighter jets in it. Uh, really? Which is probably well, the most. I kind of want to see this. Is it on unbelievable? Netflix? It's not on Netflix. Ah. But uh, you probably rent it at my local video shop. The whole <laughs> you could if it was 1994, <laughs> but I don't think it is. I, uh, let me w- check my watch. I like that. It's like a challenge. You know, it's not just go over and rent a film. It's like a treasure hunt. Try and find a video shop. And oh then yeah, rent a video yeah. Or I need DVD. F- and that's say? that's the sad thing with videos because uh, there's a lot of videos that never made it to DVD because they're so bad. Yeah. But Battlefield Earth, uh, the whole movie is shot in Dutch tilt. What? Oh, Which like a Batman villain Like lair. a Batman villain lair. Oh, really? So obviously the cinematographer went, watched a lot of old Batman uh, TV show episodes and went, wow, I love that style. I'm going to adapt that for the whole the whole movie. And were you, you maybe they were hoping that the viewer's brain would be tilted in such a way. You weren't just watching this while at an angle. Ooh, maybe. Maybe you'd, maybe you'd lost a heel. Mm. Maybe one of the legs on the on the TV cabinet had yeah. had failed. Well, I'm gonna have to check this out uh, just to see. Maybe a future. I'm kind of episode. intrigued by that. The fact that it's done at that angle. Yeah, yeah. Mm. My plan worked. I get a cut from. Uh, I'm actually John, John Travolta press agent. <laughs> <laughs> we got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, there, I think I think we've solved quite a lot of things here today. Yeah, I we've, think we have. We've, um, we've made the, a lot of people's of lives better. I think there's only six meatballs left. Most the of the meatballs are gone. I guess twenty. Uh, I've eaten, I think I ate two or three of them. I think, I think Eric ate most of them. I've eaten about eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have one so more. Loving it. We've, yeah, free, free bento's meatballs go well with the uh, personal training. 
and getting back in shape. <laughs> clearly, Eric, Eric Lawler coming to the end of the podcast now. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I'm. I'll be on tour nationwide over the coming months with uh, with the sensation that is Al Porter. There. No, don't plug him. <laughs> everyone knows who he is. <laughs> well, I'll be the guy, the, the the guy from Dublin who opens for him, and everyone goes, "That guy from Dublin was all right." Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. a lot of those tweets last weekend. That guy from Dublin was all right because Al's not from Dublin. Yeah, the guy that was from Dublin who was on before him. That's yeah. what they say. The first guy from Dublin. Yeah. So Al, Al Porter tour tour of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of Vicar Streets, Cork Opera House, and he's all over the country. I mean, take him out for details, and, and I'll be back on Fair City. Oh, Excellent, Cottle is back. My horrible third character is back. You can swear dun, 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 on this podcast. Oh, yeah, bastard character. Yeah, it's great. Bas- well, bastard's not. No. Bastard, yeah. bastard, bastard's bastard. a classy word from from yonder. Yonder. Yeah, and it's a legitimate Park. word. This, An illegitimate this word. This gentleman is a bastard. <laughs> bastard. Otherwise, well, that's great. Yeah, thanks. Back on Fair City touring with Al Porter. Eric He's is definitely. You're definitely going to stay fit and trim because you're going to be running away from old women trying to hit you with their handbags. Oh, I'll need it uh, in, in the coming weeks. Ducking definitely. and dodging. Ducking and dodging. Particularly, there yeah. is one scene that I've already filmed, which is coming out. Which is, oh my god, I'm going to be. Battered in the streets by Alwyn's. Well, that's, that's every man's dream. <laughs> on that note, Eric Lawler being battered by Alwyn's on the street. We say thank you very much, Eric Lawler. Thank you very much, co-host Edwin Salmon. This has been Reviewables. Goodbye. As always, SoCal did the theme tune. Artwork is by Ashley O'Reilly. Thank you, Ashley. And we are on iTunes. Please subscribe or on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review. And we are out every Tuesday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. If there's something you think we should review or someone you would like to hear on the show, please hit us up on Twitter. That's at ReviewablesPod or email us reviewables at headstuff.org. That's it. See you next week. They're recording the podcast inside the building.